Welcome to the podcast of Life Change Church, where we exist to love people to life change. We hope that this podcast is both challenging and encouraging to you. Enjoy the message. All righty. Hey, good morning. We're excited you're here today as we are in our second week of a series entitled My Big Fat Mouth. And again, what we're doing through this series is we're actually tagging on to a, a Bible reading plan that's in the uh, YouVersion Bible app. So again, as always, we challenge you to download the YouVersion Bible app. We're a church that believes in the Bible. We're a church that believes that you should be reading the Bible more than just on a Sunday morning as well. And an incredible way to do this is through this free resource that you can put on your phone or tablet. And there's reading plans. And my Big Fat Mouth is one of the reading plans that you can read and even go along and reiterate some of the things that we're learning on Sunday mornings. So again, what we're doing, though, is we're talking about how our mouths get us into a little bit of trouble. And I'm pretty sure when we hear the phrase, my big fat mouth, we all can relate. Right? There's probably been times where we said something that we instantly regretted. Right? There's some times that we said something that, that instantly caused pain to somebody else or even caused pain to ourselves. Right? I do this all the time. Like I have story after story each and every week. So really what this series is, it's a series that's directed directly towards myself. Right? So I'm just letting you know I'm preaching up here to myself. And the fact that I preach up here is actually, it's kind of a risk that we take every week because of my big fat mouth. The truth is I never know what we're going to say. I never know what's going to come out. And there are some times where it can be a little scary. My mouth has gotten me into trouble. And so what we're doing is we're really talking about how our mouths get us into trouble. Again, if you remember last week, we talked about how our mouths can get us in trouble through complaining. So hopefully this past week, hopefully you, you took some steps and took some strides in, in overcoming complaining. Here's what I know, though, is usually when you talk about something or when you try to get better at it, you have a lot of opportunity to get better at it, right? So last week, you may have had a rough week. You may have had a lot of things to complain about. So hopefully you were able to overcome that. And then this week, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about gossip, right? We're going to jump in and we're going to talk about how our big fat mouse can get us into trouble through gossip. Again, this week, it's going to be a little bit different. Instead of jumping into one big passage of scripture and, and pulling it apart, instead of jumping into one big idea, I'm going to just kind of go over a lot of different things because this Bible and those scriptures, it has a lot to say about gossip, right? In fact, it's one of the things that, that God hates. It's one of the things that God detests. So we're going to talk about this topic of gossip. And you see a lot of, of, of things through it in the book of Proverbs, which we'll bounce around a little bit today. But as we begin, let's just jump in and let's talk a little bit about gossip. How many of you know somebody who gossips, right? Does anybody know anybody? All right. Who heard some good juicy gossip just this week? Let's get the microphone around. Anybody want to share? No, 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 no. We're not doing that, right? We're just messing around. But we probably all know someone who gossips, right? We probably all heard some gossip at some point or another. In fact, we probably all gossiped ourselves as well. So just a big disclaimer and just a warning as we begin this message right now, this is going to be one of those messages that just may smack you right in the face. See, I think as the church, big C, meaning all churches, I think it's pretty easy. And a lot of times we're fast to point out certain sins, but we're terrible with others. Right? The truth is there's a lot of things as the big church, there's a lot of things we recognize easily as sin. But there's some other sins that we often overlook. And if we're honest with ourselves, I think gossip is right at the top of the list of the sins that we often overlook, right? It's one of those sins that, that often gets covered up. 
It's one of those things that we easily fall into. We easily fall into that trap and we gossip, but we like to cover it up. We don't admit that we're really going through. Because the truth is gossip, it's kind of subtle. You think about it, it can kind of sneak up on us really before we even know that we're taking part in it. It's kind of like snacking. How many of you guys have a sweet tooth? How many like a little bit of M&Ms? How many have ever seen a bag like this? And then you took it, you began watching TV, and you have this bag, which is the sharing size bag, meaning you should share with somebody else. But then you watch TV by yourself, and then pretty soon, this bag is almost empty, if not completely empty. Anybody ever done that before? Never, right? But the truth is, this is what gossip is, right? This is what gossip can do. It kind of sneak up on us as well, right? We can be in the middle of it without even knowing. Because the truth is, what we do is we easily disguise gossip often. Right? We even try to justify it as well. As Christians, and right now I'm talking to Christians, so if you don't identify yourself as a Christian, listen, we're, we're grateful. We're, we're so glad you're here. And right now you are off the hook, right? But as Christians, what do we do with gossip? What we typically do is we disguise prayer requests as gossip. Anybody ever done that before? We shared a prayer request or we received a prayer request and you're thinking like, was that really a prayer request? Like you hear this person say, man, I, you, I just can't believe that that so-and-so is going through this with their marriage. Like it's rough. Can you believe that he did that to her? And the way she's responding is just ridiculous. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that in my life. I'm just so blessed. My husband, blah, blah, blah. We should just pray for them, right? We've been there before. I think as Christians, we sometimes do that, right? We disguise a prayer request as gossip, or we'll take a prayer request and we'll turn it in to gossip, right? We'll put something more, we'll add a little bit, we'll make it a little bit juicy, right? But the truth is, it's still gossip. I think when we share a prayer request, we have to ask the real motivation behind it, right? We have to ask the motivation. Why are we sharing this? Are we sharing this to make ourselves look better, or do we truly care? So here's what I want us to understand about prayer requests and prayer. Prayer requests and prayer are a lot less about the information and a more, more about the trust, right? Wait, prayer with God, it's less about the information, but it's more about trusting God with the situation. See, God already knows what's going on. He doesn't need all the information. He just needs to know that we're trusting in him. And a prayer request is the same way. And when we share some information, we share a prayer request with somebody. It's not about the information. It's about trusting them to pray. It's about trusting them to go to God and stand on your behalf. And if we receive a prayer request, we have to honor that trust. And we have to take that serious. It's an honor to partner with somebody in prayer. So I want to challenge us as Christians. We need to move away from that, right? Move away from using prayer requests as gossip, right? That was, just, that was my little soapbox for, for Christians, right? So I'll get off on it, and now we'll talk to everybody again, right? Because gossip actually, it's a sin. Scripturally, it's a sin. It's something that God detests, but gossip also destroys relationships. Gossip also causes some struggles in real life time. Gossip also causes some pain with others, and it can lead us down a destructive path. So I think the truth is uh, when we fall into it, though, it's a dangerous place to be. And many of us, we fall into it because we justify what we're saying. I think many of us, we said, well, I can share this because it's true. We've been there before. People are like, why are you sharing this with me? Because it's true, right? We think we can share it because it's true. We think it's okay to talk about because it's true. But here's what we need to understand. Just because it's true doesn't mean it needs to be shared. I mean, there's some things about you that are true that you probably don't want shared, 
right? There's some things about you that are true that, that you don't want shared, and it's probably good that we don't share them. So here's what I want to understand. Everything that is said should be true, but not everything true should be said. In fact, there's a lot of things that are better left unsaid. There's a lot of things that are better left unshared, right? Even if they're true, because the moment we share those things, it can easily turn into gossip. It can easily sneak up on us, and it can lead us down a path that we never really want to go. Again, gossip is very subtle, and it has a way of spreading quickly. It has a way of destroying us and destroying those around us. And here's the big danger of gossip as well. Once it's shared, even if it's true, once it's shared, it can actually lose its truth. It can get a little distorted as it continues to pass along. That's what gossip does. It distorts the truth, and it's a dangerous place to be. It's kind of like the game of telephone. How many of you guys have ever played the, the game of telephone before? Yeah, we've probably played this before. So what we did is we got a quick little illustration that we had some people at the church, some of our directors and some of the men's group here, that just did a quick little game to show how truth can be distorted. through something. So let's check this out. Mana, mana. Mana, mana. Mana, mana. Something got lost in the translation there, right? And again, this, it's pretty harmless. It's pretty fun when it's a game. But when it happens in our real life, that's where it causes some damage. Right? That's, where some, that's where some pain, that's where some hurt can come from. And as you look at that video, I think it's pretty clear. Like, There's some people that probably need to hear some things, and there's some that probably shouldn't hear some things, right? There's some people that take things differently, and they'll, they'll transpose it differently as well. And I love looking at that. We involved the kids just because we knew it would be fun. But here's what, as you look at that, the truth is there's some people that are on a different maturity level than you. There's some people that, that may hear something and they'll take it differently because of their maturity level. And that's okay. We're all at different stages and different phases in our life and our growth of Christ. But the truth is sometimes not everything needs to be shared because of maturity levels, because of the things and the way things are perceived. And when it goes from one person to the next, when it continues on, some of that truth gets distorted. And that distorted truth really causes some pain. It causes some hurt, right? That communication gap leads to some serious danger. 
And the truth is nobody wins with gossip. In fact, every single party loses. Every party loses. Gossip hurts the person that's being spoken about. Gossip hurts the person that's listening. And gossip hurts the person that's sharing it as well. I mean, if you think about it, gossip hurts the person being spoken about. Right? How many of you like it when people are talking about you? Right? Nobody likes it when people are talking about you. In fact, somebody, you've often probably had somebody come up to you and say, man, hey, we were just talking about you. I don't know about you, but that automatically puts me a little like nervous. I'm like, oh boy, what did they say, right? Right? Because we don't like when people are talking about us behind us back. And here's what happens. It hurts, right? It causes pain. And many of us, we've probably experienced this as well, right? Gossip causes pain if we're talking about somebody behind their back and it hurts that person. One of the wisest people to ever walk this planet, a guy named Solomon, said this about gossip in Proverbs 16, 28. He said, a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. Gossip separates close friends because it hurts, because it destroys trust. It causes damage. In fact, many of us, we've probably experienced this before. We've probably shared information with somebody that was just for that person. And then they took it further, right? They shared with others, right? It could have been a, it could have been a financial struggle that we've gone through. It could have been an emotional struggle. It could have been a, an embarrassing fact or truth about us that, that they took and they shared with somebody else. And because of that, we were on the opposite end and we end up in pain. We end up hurt. And for some of us, we've lost relationships because of that. For some of us, we have stories of damaged and broken relationships because of things people shared behind our back. It separates close friends because it destroys trust. Gossip is poison to relationships. And it hurts the person being spoken about. And it also hurts the listener. Gossip hurts the listener. If you're listening to gossip, understand that you're going down the wrong path. And if you're listening to gossip, you're headed in the wrong direction. You're headed towards destruction. You're not helping yourself and you're not helping the situation out. Again, gossip, it may start as a truth, but chances are, as it continues on, there's distortions in there, right? There's some, there's some gaps in the communication and it easily leads to some deceitful words. And Solomon, again, speaks to this in Proverbs 17, 4, when he says this. He says, a wicked person listens to deceitful lips. A liar pays attention to a destructive tongue. Solomon compares those that are listening to lies. He compares those that are listening to deceitful lips to a wicked person, to a sinful, evil person, to somebody that's morally wrong. Hey, listen, this is bad. And by its very definition, wicked means bad, right? It's not a good place to be. It's not where we want to be because it puts us in terrible company. And really, it ruins our reputation. It makes us really uh, unworthy of trust because what we permit is really what we promote. And when we allow gossip, when we hear it, what we're doing is we're actually promoting that very thing. We're promoting this negative thing, this thing that can really destroy relationships. And this may seem like a stretch, but again, gossip's subtle. It sneaks up to us. And when we listen, we're taking a step in that direction. That leads us down the wrong path. And what we're really doing too, is we're putting ourselves right in the line of fire. When we listen to gossip, we're putting ourselves right in the line of fire of gossip. Because here's what we know. Once they stop talking to you, they start talking about you. We don't want that. 
Gossip hurts the listener, and then gossip hurts the speaker. It hurts the one sharing. Again, Solomon, he's wisest of the wise. He's a king. He spoke to this as well, and he had to deal with so many people. He had to deal with so many issues, and he states this when sharing about others. In Proverbs 25, 9 through 10, it says, If you take your neighbor to court, do not betray another's confidence, or the one who hears it may shame you, and the charge against you will stand. He says, do not betray another's confidence or you will be shamed. Listen, when we gossip, when we speak without permission, what we're doing is we're betraying another person's confidence and we're setting ourselves up. We're setting ourselves up for shame. We're setting ourselves up for charges against us that will actually stand. We're setting ourselves up for our reputation to be ruined. We're setting ourselves up for our trustworthiness to be completely demolished. And it destroys us as a person. Here's what I want us to understand. Talking badly about someone else when they're not around actually says more about you than it does about them. So let me ask you, is it worth it? If you're sharing gossip, is it worth it? Think about it. Won't we rather be known as a person that can be trusted than someone with some, just, with some good juicy gossip? Wouldn't we rather be known as a person that can be trusted than someone with a big fat Gossip hurts every party involved. And it hurts the person being spoken about. It hurts the one listening and it hurts the one sharing as well. So today I want to challenge us. I want to challenge us to overcome our big mouths. I want to challenge us to overcome gossip. So here's really what we need to walk away with today. Instead of sharing gossip, share the gospel. Instead of sharing gossip, share the gospel. I share the fact that Jesus came, lived a perfect life, died on a cross for each and every one of us, was resurrected so that we could have a relationship with God, right? Instead of sharing what others have done or what others haven't done, instead of sharing what we've done, let's share what Jesus has done. Let's share the fact that the tomb is empty, that he conquered death, right? That's what the gospel is all about, and that's what we need to share. Here's what I also understand. Gossip claims that we are strong because others are weak. Whereas the gospel shows that we are weak, but he is strong. Let's rest on his strength. Let's show his strength. Instead of trying to prove ourselves to others, instead of trying to make others look bad and to make ourselves look better, what if we focused on how good Jesus is? And what if we gave all that other stuff up and focused on the gospel? Right? What if we, in fact, we embraced our weaknesses and relied on his strength? Think about what could happen in our life. Think about the influence that we can make on others. Think about our relationships. Listen, there would be no competition in our relationships. I think a lot of times we get ourselves into trouble because of competition. We get ourselves in trouble because of where we're comparing ourselves and it leads to gossip and it destroys relationships. But if we're resting on his strength and not our own, some of those hurts, some of those pains and those relationships could diminish. We could overcome that trap. We could start walking in a different path and walk on a path towards God. We could walk in the truth of who he is, and we could walk in the truth of who we truly are as well. We are a child of God. Our identity is found in him. Our identity is found in the good news that Jesus came, lived a perfect life, and died for each and every one of us. Our identity isn't compared, isn't set up and measured compared to anyone else. It's set up and measured through what Jesus has done for us. Do you understand? You are a child of God, and we need to share that we need to share that truth instead of falling into the trap of gospel, right? We can walk in the peace of the gospel instead of the trap of gospel. 
Gossip claims we are strong because others are weak. Whereas the gospel shows we are weak, but he is strong. So I want to challenge us to live above gossip. I want to challenge us to share the gospel and to conquer our big fat mouths. And how we do this is it starts by guarding our ears. It starts by guarding our ears, filtering what we hear, filtering what we allow ourselves to hear. So I want to challenge you, don't even allow yourself to listen to gossip. When a conversation starts moving in that direction, shut it down. Right? Shut it down immediately, right? Guard your ears, guard yourself from what you hear, filter all these things. And I want to just give you a couple really just practical questions that you can ask to diffuse gossip. Here's question number one. Ask, why are you telling me this? Do you feel a conversation is, is leading down that path? Stop it and ask, hey, hey, why are you telling me this? What's the purpose behind this? What's the motive behind this information? And listen, if it's not to help, it's not worth the listen, right? If it's not to love, it's not worth the conversation. If it's not to build up somebody else, if it's not to build up that person, it's gossip and it needs to be shut down. Dave Ramsey defines gossip as discussing anything negative with someone who can't help solve the problem. How many times do we find ourselves in conversations where we're talking about some some negative things? where we're talking about some problems, where we're talking about some issues, but we don't have the solution, nor do we even care about the solution. So we need to shut it down. We need to stop the conversation right there. We need to guard your ears. Ask the question, why are you telling me this? Another way to guard your ears is to ask this question. Have you spoken with, fill in the blank with whoever's name it is, right? Have you spoken with that person about that problem? Have you spoken to them? Have you spoken with them about the issue? Right? Do you have permission to share this? Right? Do they know that you're sharing this? Do they, they know that you feel this way? Do they know the information that you're sharing? Right? Have you spoken with them about it? And what this really is, this is actually biblical. What this really is, this is what Jesus tells us to do. In fact, this is what Jesus tells us to do as a church when we're dealing with sin, when we're dealing with conflict with others. And really, what Jesus is telling in the broad spectrum, this is how we deal with people. Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. He says, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their, out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. Listen, that's the starting point. It's to go just between the two of you. Right? Jesus does not say, you know what? If somebody does something bad and you got some information about them, go and tell, go and tell your pastor first, right? Go and tell a leader first. Go and tell your parents first. Go and tell your, your kids first. Go and tell your group of friends. Go and tell social media first. No, he doesn't say that. He says, go to the person. Go to the person. So we need to ask the question, have you spoken to whoever it is? Have you spoken to them about it? That will diffuse gossip. I want to challenge you, ask some questions. Ask some questions to guard your ears and shut it down. And then to guard your ears, sometimes the truth is you just have to walk away. Don't play a part in negative conversations. There's some conversations that we just shouldn't be a part of, and we have to walk away. We have to avoid them. Proverbs 2019 says, A gossip betrays a confidence, so avoid anyone who talks too much. Avoid that junk, right? Don't be a part of it. Walk away. 
Guard what you hear. Overcome gossip by guarding what you hear, by monitoring, by monitoring what you allow in your conversations. And then conquer gossip by shutting your mouth. So point number two, shut your mouth. I came to church today and he told me to shut my mouth. Could have got that from home for my spouse, right? But the truth is we need to do that. And so this may seem blunt and the truth is it is blunt. But it just may be the best advice that you'll ever hear. Shut your mouth. There's some times in our life where we've got to be quiet. There's some times in our life where we just have to keep silent, right? Proverbs 21, 23 says, those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. To avoid danger in our lives, to avoid suffering, to avoid hurting others, to avoid causing pain to others, sometimes we just need to keep our mouth shut. The same is true for gossip. Sometimes we just need to shut our mouths. Sometimes we need to bite our tongue, and we need to bite our tongue hard. In fact, sometimes it's better to have a bloody tongue than it is to hurt and break a relationship. We got to keep our mouths shut. I want to challenge you to shut your mouth. There's some things that we don't need to share. There's some things we shouldn't share. In fact, right now as I'm saying this, you're probably you're probably going through your head and thinking like, you know what? There's some areas where I need to I need to fix. Think about what's an area where you, where you need to bite your tongue a little bit more? What's an area where you need to, to shut your mouth a little more? I want to challenge you to overcome gossip. I want to challenge you to overcome gossip by shutting your mouth. Instead of sharing gossip, share the gospel. And listen, there's some things in our life that are better shared with action and not words. So I want to challenge you to share the gospel with action. Share the gospel with how you treat others. Share the gospel with how you love others. In fact, this is what Jesus said. This is what Jesus said to his disciples in John 13, 35. He says, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Love is an action. So I can tell my wife, Sarah, I love her every single moment of every single day. But if I don't back it up, if I don't have some action behind it, they're meaningless. Those words are meaningless. They're empty. Through this, some of us, we just need to, we need to shut our mouths and we need to act with love. Love is more than words. It's action. The gospel is more than words. It's action. The gospel is love. The gospel is grace. And the gospel is the relationship with Jesus Christ that needs to be shared with action. So I'm going to challenge you. This week, what's an area where you need to extend love to somebody? And what's an action you can take to do it? Maybe for you, that's to, to go above and beyond and, and to serve. Maybe for you, that's an, maybe you've heard some story. Maybe you know somebody's going through something. Instead of sharing about that with somebody else, what if you just spent some time and shared your time with them and walked through and journeyed through that mess, that struggle with them? Show them some love. Show them some grace through it all. Share that. This week, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you to let your words be few and let your actions be love. Shut your mouth and stop sharing gossip and start sharing the gospel. Stop, start sharing the gospel. Overcome gossip by guarding your ears and shutting your mouth. Overcome gossip. Overcome your big fat mouth. 
Don't share gossip, but share the gospel. And for some of us to share the gospel, it really starts with accepting the gospel. So as we close, I want to challenge you to pull out your connection card in the seat back in front of you. Today's message was a little short. I don't know if it was sweet, but it was a little short for you. But today, if you're here, and maybe you fall into a trap of, of sharing gossip, Maybe for you, it's, it's time to step up and, and to share the gospel. But maybe you've never accepted the gospel for yourself. I want to give you that opportunity. If you're here today on that connection card, there's a box that says, I want to make a commitment to follow Christ. And that's you, and you've never done that. Or maybe you did, but you walked away. I want to give you that opportunity. And what you can do is simply check mark that box that says, I want to make a commitment to follow Christ. And then begin to live that out, right? Know that Jesus died on a cross for you because God loved you so much. He wants a relationship. Maybe you're here today. Maybe God's asking you to do something. Maybe God's asking you to, to, to guard your ears. Maybe there's some, some questions that you need to put into your conversation so that you shut down gossip at the start. Maybe for you, maybe, maybe there's some, some conversations and maybe even some relationships that, that you need to distance yourself from. Whatever that is, I'll challenge you to write that down. Maybe for you, maybe, maybe you let your mouth get out of control and you just need to shut your mouth. So whatever it is, I want to challenge you to write that down and then begin to live that out. There's also a place for a prayer request where we would love to partner with you in prayer as well. You would. Fill that connection card out and then Daryl will be up in just a moment to explain the next steps. Thank you for listening to the Life Change Church podcast. If you were here today and you were listening and you made a decision to follow Christ, we would love to hear about it. Or maybe you're here and you're listening and that God is asking you to make the next step with whatever that it is in your life. We would love to hear about it and partner up with you. If you would, go to www.mylifechangechurch.com and under the media section, please fill out the contact us information and let us know if you made a decision to follow Christ. Let us know what God is asking of you. And if you need prayer, we would love to partner up with you in prayer as well. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast and that it both encouraged and challenged you. Have a great week.